Welcome to Sip and Talk, the podcast with your host, China Ashley. This is season four, episode four, 30, unmarried and no kids. Is it too late? Stay tuned. Okay, everyone, head into the kitchen, pull out your favorite stemware, glassware, pull out your favorite bottle of wine. And while you all are doing that, I usually give a quote or some type of tips or some type of announcements. Um, At this point in time, I don't believe I have any new announcements. I believe I've already told you about the modeling opportunities that I had. I got called back for a second modeling opportunity with the rest of the D9 sorority sisters, and that shoot went over well. I'm still waiting anxiously for the photos to be released, but it'll be nice surprises when they are released finally, or when I get to see them. So other than that, I don't really have too much of an announcement. So I guess we'll just get straight into it. Okay, everyone, so I did forget one big announcement. This Friday, I'll be turning the big 3-0. Shout out to all my Pisces. And to be honest with you, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm freaking out. I may even have a panic attack. And I know 30s are like the new 20s, 30s, you're in your prime. 30s are still considered young and youthful, but at the same time, There has been a societal expectation that has been placed on the age of 30 that's supposed to be this landmark or this big milestone. And since I was a little girl, I always imagined myself to be married and to have children and to do all of the things that I ever could imagine and dreamed of wanting to do with my family. Like, I love the idea of being a soccer mom. I love the idea of raising children. I love the idea of having someone that came for me and someone that I can pour into, someone that I can cheer on, someone that I can love on and having the big house, having the nice cars, having the career. Like I just thought that that would all be done and attainable by 25. And Of course, it can still be done. It's achievable. And hence the title, Is It Too Late? No, I don't think that it's too late. But at the same time, I have to admit that it still sucks. It still doesn't feel good um, to know that so many of my peers, so many of um, people that are around me of all genders, all races and backgrounds, that I have come across and that I know have achieved these things. And I just feel like a late bloomer. And I just feel like I'm always the late bloomer. Like I still look the same that I was when I was in elementary school. I'm still the same size and I'm still single. I haven't really had ever really had a, a good relationship or a solid committed relationship. I haven't been with a man that was considered a good man. Um, so there's a lot of things in my life that I have, lack, uh, lack to experience and or yet to experience. And again, it sucks. Right. But at the same time, 
you know, I can always flip the script and look at it from a different perspective that I can go and come as I please. I don't have the, I guess, the stress of how am I going to feed my family? How am I going to pay for childcare? How am I going to protect my family? How am I going to pay for um, continued education, pay for their first car? Um, I don't have the the nights where I'm up late taking care of a sick baby. I don't have the nights where I'm waking up in the middle of the night to breastfeed or change a child. Um, I don't have those concerns. I don't want to call them burdens because I don't necessarily think that those are burdens. But I just don't have those things in my life right now. Um, at the same time, I would like to have a life partner. I'm still kind of bummed out that I wasn't able to purchase a home. Um, but I did get a new car. So it's almost almost at a year mark since my accident, since I purchased my most recent vehicle. It's not new, but it's used and it's new to me. And I love it. It's like my little mini luxury baby. Um, I call her BB, Black Beauty. And so far, she's been good to me. I had to put a couple thousand dollars in her unexpectedly at first, but I wanted to make sure that I was riding safe. I want to keep myself safe. Um, so other than that, BB has been awesome to me. And I have my fur babies and my scale babies that I take care of and I love on. So no, I don't have my offspring in human form, but I do have um, my babies that I can love on and take care of and nurture and provide for because trust me, they are spoiled and they are definitely on the expensive side, <laughs> especially the food that I pay for and the veterinarian care, um, the protein and bugs that I feed my lizard and all of her equipment that she has to have in her enclosure. Um, at some point it, it was pricey. And it can be a little bit pricey, but it's worth it. So those are my babies. And that's how I, I guess I nurture or pull out the feminine energy or the motherly nurturing energy um, without my, in, within myself, right? Because if you remember, we've been talking about the whole masculine and feminine energy, right? And um, what else? So yeah, 30 unmarried, no kids. So it's kind of like almost like a double edged sword because like I'm still out here trying to figure it out. I'm still out here trying to navigate my way um, through this through the dating realm. I'm still trying to just like I said, figure it out. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to unlearn. I'm trying to reparent myself. I'm trying to heal and I'm trying to make a change in my career because to be honest with you, I just, I'm miserable on my job. I do not like my job. I'm just going to be honest. I hate where I'm at and I'm trying really hard to just put myself in a better place in a better position. And yeah, so I did come across this article since I did not give you all any quotes or tips. But this article is a short read, and I just want to pull out some bits and pieces from this article. I found it on Pinterest, and it took me out to a website called bygiulini.com, Finding Your Everyday Sublime. This article was published on April 7th of 2016, and it says, On Being 30 and Unmarried, My Thoughts. So it says, Every little girl has dreams and hopes. 
She enters the world thinking life is a life is a fairy tale filled with lyrical sounds, ideas to be put into actions, dreams to be attained, unconditional love to be felt, and a prince to put that little happy ending into play. But life is anything but a fairy tale. You wake up one day and expectation after expectation is lined up all along our path. You place expectations on yourself to achieve and plan your life out as if you're living in a cookie cutter world. And then comes society with its unrealistic expectations that throws every girl into the same pot regardless of her life story. An endless cycle is created where certain accomplishments in life need to be achieved by a certain age. And God forbid, by a certain age, those goals are not achieved. Like, how relevant is that, right? And boy, can I relate. Um, then it goes on to say, entering 30, enter not being married, right? Um, it says, I had a dream to be married before turning 30, as did I. I surely thought it would have happened a long time ago, as did I. <laughs> um, it says that I love weddings. I love weddings a lot. And I used to be so eager to get married when I was younger, as was I. <laughs> But as the years progress, the eagerness has faded to the point where you develop a sense of indifference and you drift further and further from the idea that maybe you don't want to get married after all. And boy, have I been dwelling on that. I have been just pondering on the idea, like, what if love and marriage just isn't for me? What if I'm meant to be the rich auntie? That just is fly, she travels, she got a dope job, she make her money, she buys herself whatever luxuries that she wants to enjoy in life. And what's wrong with that, right? That could be okay. Um, I have been taking, taking the dating advice from one coach that I follow to date multiple men because you don't necessarily know what you like, you don't know what you want, you don't know what your options are. And when you find this one guy and you just lock yourself and focus on this one person, you have literally put all your eggs, all your emotional eggs into this one basket of this one person versus having multiple men that you can date and being able to see what your options are, being able to see what you like, what you don't like, and being able to see the different qualities and the different patterns that men of different ages and backgrounds may have. So that you can make a better decision and discernment on the best partner for you. Right. So I also came across a post that was on social media about Maya, the singer who has married herself. I forgot the exact term, but I believe it's something along the lines of solemnization or something like that, where she married herself. And I'm like, hmm. I've heard of that before, like years ago. And I'm like, who marries themselves? Like it was like in an article magazine or tabloid or something like years ago. And it's so funny because here we are a couple of decades later and the same thing has arised and the same option has crossed my mind. Like, hmm, should I just marry myself? Focus on me. Like, do I even need to continue dating like the past few dates that I have been on, because I've been racking these dates up, y'all. I've been going on dates and I've just been enjoying myself. And it has nothing to do with me wanting to get the free food or nothing like that. Because my intention 
is all around being serious, looking to date with intent and purpose. So I'm not using any man for a free meal and I don't need a sponsor as some men on these dating apps claim that they're sponsoring meals. I can pay for my own meal, right? I can even go Dutch if, that, if it's that serious with a guy. And we don't always even have to go out to eat. Like we can find other things to do. So this last, well, not the last date, last date I did go out, I went out to eat. But the date before that, <laughs> we went out and we played pool. And it was awesome. We got to play pool. We got to engage. It was a little flirtatious, you know, helping me shoot the ball or whatever, having a man behind you. Like all of that was like sexy, right? And I enjoyed it. Great conversation. Had a great time. And yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying those aspects of life. But at the same time, sometimes in the wee hours, in the middle of the night, it hits me that I have no one to roll over to. I have no one to call on. When I'm in distress, I don't have anyone to vent to when my days are long, my days are hard and life is like really kicking my tail. So that sometimes really um, is like salt on the wound for me. But joy comes in the morning. I just pick myself up and I go on about my business and I push through the day and the next day and I think that that's just what it's going to be until the stars align and universe and God sends me my Prince Charming. So, yeah, 30 and I'm married with no kids. So it's not too late. But at the same time, for me, I begin to freak out about the whole childbearing aspect. Yeah, I'm in my 30s. Yeah, I'm young. But these years are flying by so fast. And before I know it, I'll be 35 and then I'll be 40. And those are considered high risk ages. And if you all are parents and, uh, and you all are women who have had ch children, I'm pretty sure that you can probably tell me more so than any article I can read that childbearing is not easy. It's hard and that you are very close to death and that so many things can go wrong. There's so many things that are happening within the health um, healthcare community with black women around the whole childbearing aspect. So many women are losing their lives. I even have a coworker who is now expecting her second child and she has been put on like aspirins a day to keep her blood thinned out to prevent preeclampsia because she's 35 and she's considered high risk, even though she's healthy, right? She is perceived to me to be very healthy. I don't know about any health problems that she has. She hardly ever gets a cold, but yet she's still considered high risk. So things like that definitely daunt on my mind. They definitely sit on the back of my mind like, okay, yeah, I know that you can have children at 37. You have children at 40. You can even have children at 50, right? But it's just, I want to be healthy. I want to be able to be active. I want to be able to be in my children's lives interactively. I want to be there. I want to be outside with them. I want to be at the games with them. I want to experience this life with them. I want to go on this journey with them. I don't want to be so at a point in my life where the nannies are the ones that are taking care of them or at a point in my life where I'm just there, but I'm not there. So it's almost like I'd be absent because I don't want to be to the point where I, I can't be there for them. 
Like I can provide for them, but I don't, I want to be able to do the homework. I want to be able to shoot the basketball. I want to be able to run around with them and fall on the ground with them and have water balloon fights with them and ride bikes with them. And I think what I'm going to focus more on going into this chapter of 30, this decade of my 30s, I think I'm going to focus even heavily on my, my health, focus more on my fitness, focus more on my mental health, and really trying to be 30 and thriving so that when the time does come, I want to be the best version of myself, the best version of a wife, and the best version of a mother that I can be. I don't want to be in a position where I'm saying, oh, I was young and I made mistakes. I don't want to make mistakes with my children. I want them to know that whatever I did was the best interest of them, and I want to be able to communicate with them and find out from them what they need from me. I want to know their love language. I want to be able to have open dialogues with them. And I don't want to ever have any type of resentment or tension between my, ch my children. And at the same time, I have this fear of I'm waiting so long for Mr. Right that I do not want to settle. I don't want to settle for the wrong partner. I, I want to hold out for the right person. And I want a relationship that's going to last. Maybe we won't be able to celebrate 50, 60 years of marriage. But I will hope that we can at least ex experience 10 to 20 years together or 30 years together, right? Or maybe 40 years together. I mean, hopefully I can live to be as old as my great grandparents who lived to be in their 90s, right? Late 90s. So that's my goal. So it's not too late. Um, I know that I'm freaking out about it. I know I get sad about it, but I'm going to encourage myself and anybody else that's out there listening that it's not too late. It's going to happen for us. And even if it doesn't happen for us, it doesn't make us less than. It doesn't mean that we failed as a woman or failed as a partner to anyone. So I don't want that to be an issue because I feel like when we hit this milestone and we're are, we are still single, we start to feel like, what am I doing wrong? Like, am I the problem? Like, I know that I'm, I'm beautiful and I'll know that I have good qualities about myself, but is there just something about me that men just are, don't want, don't like, like you really start to question yourself. So let's not question ourselves. Let's know that we are some beautiful, bomb, badass, kick-ass women that are beautiful, thriving, successful, and that we are a prize and a treasure. And that whenever the right person comes into our lives, that we will be equally yoked and that we'll be each other's um, be each other's prize, each other's trophy, and that we'll be able to share our lives in partnership with each other. And that hopefully these men won't be intimidated. Hopefully we can find someone that doesn't feel like because we're independent, we're too masculine and we don't need them in our lives because there's so much more to partnership and sharing your life with someone beyond how much money somebody makes or who pays the bills. So I just want to encourage us. Again, shout out to all my women that are turning 30. Shout out to all my Pisces. And hopefully you all found some type of relief or some type of um, takeaway from this. So that is all that I have to say. Thank you all for tuning in. Be blessed. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Also, before I forget, I will be ending the season probably with another episode or two. And then that'll be a wrap for China Ashley and my business endeavors probably for a while. Um, a lot of people have encouraged me to, you know, just take a break or just keep going, keep trying. But entrepreneurship is hard. And again, I just really want to focus on myself. I just want to focus on getting myself into the best place in that I can be in. And sometimes trying to run a business and trying to make all this money and trying to put myself out there and trying to be popular on social media and trying to keep up with Instagram's algorithms and hoping and begging that your friends and family will like a post or share a post or comment on a post or that some stranger will see your, your posts or see your services or book you. It can be stressful. And right now, I don't need the stress. My job is already stressing me out. And I have been to the point where I've been stressed out and depressed that it made me sick because stress is a silent killer. And I already put that enough. Um, I already give myself a hard time as is. I already sabotaged myself enough. So I'm just taking, I'm just stepping back from those things right now. It truly has been a pleasure and a joy to be able to do a podcast, be able to be in the hair industry, be in the notary, notary services industry. Um, I probably will keep my licenses and things active and up to date and current, but more than likely I won't be advertising my services or my products or anything, um, at least for another year or two. So thank you all for joining, joining this journey with me. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you all be blessed.